You know what's really nice to have? Ocean view property. You know what's somewhat dangerous to have? Ocean view property. This from W5. He just happened to look down just to see, you know, what the water levels were like. And they were higher than he'd ever seen them before. So, How high are we talking about? I, I mean, probably a, a good two, three feet higher at least. He came in in complete panic and just said, we need to leave. We need to leave now. It's like one of those movies as you're driving out, you think everything behind you is going to start collapsing. And we saw a big wave come up over the road and all these big boulders and rocks right behind it. And I just yelled at him to go, go, go. I truly thought at that moment that we were dead. That's from a W-5 investigation into thousands of Canadian homeowners with an ocean view uh, losing property and possibly even lives. Joining me to talk about this, investigative correspondent Molly Thomas. Good morning. Good morning, Jerry. Where, about, where are we talking? On, on both coasts, basically? Yeah, definitely on both coasts. I mean, we we went out to the East Coast first, uh, just days before Fiona. It wasn't even planned. And then we're watching this hurricane come up the coastline, thinking, wow, I mean, everything we're talking about, sea level rises, erosion, storm surges, it's all going to, you know, climax into one big event. And, you know, the country was shocked by Fiona, even the force of it. And so we were there uh, before it and after it. And we're able to take, you know, viewers right across the East Coast, different provinces, different places to show them, you know, the, the intense impacts of climate change. Okay, but are we able to, are they able to show that the ocean is in fact rising or is it a case of when a storm comes up, they're having this problem? It's both. So Atlantic Canada is actually the sea level rise is higher than the global average. Uh, a lot of that, you know, is because glaciers are melting quicker. And so, you know, you see this, this, the sea level rise come towards Atlantic Canada. So that's going to be a problem for a lot of homeowners. But then when you combine that with a storm, you know, science, scientists are telling us like, that's a major, major problem because these storms are coming faster, they're coming stronger. And as we saw, I mean, they took people's houses literally and carried them out to sea. This is this is very, very serious. And so it's something that climatologists have been talking about for, you know, decades. And now it's happening in real time. Canada as a whole, by the way, is warming at twice the global rate. So, you know, right across the country, it's a conversation we have to be having. OK, but but I'm, again, I'm interested in is this because of the storms or the the rise? Because I don't think the ocean rises in matters of meters. Yeah, I mean, the sea level rise, it's both of them, Jerry. It's absolutely both of them. So you have them working in, in tandem at the same time. The storm surges just make it worse with the sea level rise. But when the sea level is rising, it's also eroding the, the shoreline around you. So we take you to places across the country uh, in the East Coast, for example, Lenox Island, which has lost, you know, 30 football fields worth of land uh, in the last few decades. And so you can see this part, you know, the sea level is moving up. It's eroding. Erosion is natural. It's actually supposed to happen. However, right. it's an accelerated rate that it's happening at because of climate change. And so you have to have these conversations where you're talking about it and saying, hey, wait a minute, like, is there anything we can do about this? Uh, is there any strategies for homeowners? Because, you know, there's thousands of people that live right on, on the shoreline and, and you know, thousands of, of Torontonians that probably think, hey, maybe I'd retire there. So you got to be thinking about these things. Well, I'm familiar with this, Molly, from the standpoint of I used to work in Raleigh, North Carolina, and I would go out to the Barrier Islands, which is a great place to vacation. But people knew when they put cottages on the Barrier Islands, which are basically just big sand uh, dunes almost, you know, in 
in the, the ocean, they're reefs, and they move because they're sand and yeah. the ocean moves them around. And so, you're, you know, th- people said to me, see all these houses that are on the beach? Well, they used to be two streets back uh, yeah. because <laughs> if, even though they put these houses up on stilts, they eventually fall, literally fall into the ocean. And that had nothing to do with global warming or sea change or it was just the islands move. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, the scientists we're talking to in different parts of the East Coast are, are saying, no, no, we need to pay attention. This is climate change. These are multiple factors at, that are happening at the same time. And so we are going to see more events like Fiona in the future. We are going to see more homeowners in distress or, or worse yet. I mean, three people lost their lives in that storm. Uh, we need to pay attention right now. We need to build back better and build and build more resilient. That means moving homes like you said away from the shoreline getting them away uh building you know future places you know uh, a comfortable distance from 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 the shoreline i mean these are conversations that are just starting you know nova scotia just put in a coastal ad, uh, coastal protection act those conversations are just starting now and yet you have homeowners we met people that live literally on the edge literally on the edge like their house is going to fall into the water so this is uh, it's worth canadians talking about for sure it's it's definitely time don't go in the kitchen because you'll tip the house into the ocean <laughs> Seriously, that's that's how close it was. It's crazy. Jerry, watch the show. I mean, there's a 92-year-old Dynamo we meet who, like, will not leave her home. Like, she's like, this has been my home for generations. I'm staying. But she knows that her house is, like, going to go into the ocean. She's like, she's okay with it. People are the, uh, people are stubborn sometimes because the other thing that I experienced when I was living in North Carolina, I went over to Virginia Beach and there was a hurricane coming. I can't remember which one it was. And the authorities were trying to get people to leave. We left because I thought, well, I'll tell you what got me to go as I was listening to the radio, Molly. And they said, look, we can't make you leave. But we were at, we would ask you if you are staying to take a Sharpie and write your Social Security number on your left arm so that when we find your body, we can identify you. And I thought, I'm getting out wow. of here. I'm getting out of here. Wow. But there were people sitting out on the docks saying, I'm not leaving. <laughs> totally. I mean, and people love their homes. I mean, uh, this this woman's 92 years old. Uh, you know, the, the, the street on her, uh, on her, the street that she lives on is named after her family. I mean, they are like a staple in Cape Breton when we go out there. And so like, she's like, this is my home. I've lived a great life. You know, generations have come through here and I'm okay. Like, climate change has taken it. I'm okay with that. But, you know, for people that uh, are younger or thinking about the future or thinking about retirement homes out there, I think it's a different conversation. But, you know, Joyce Peach is one of a kind. Loved her, loved interviewing her. She's really real and honest, and uh, viewers get to meet her this weekend. Well, when you were talking, Molly, about um, the policies now that maybe some of the provinces are going to put in place, is that a part, like, you can only build so many meters or hundreds of meters away from the shore nowadays? Yeah, so that's Nova Scotia's Coastal Protection Act, which just came into play last year. And so, yes, that is something that they are implementing now. I'm I'm expecting that that will happen across the East Coast. Of course, on the federal level, we've seen the National Adaptation Strategy, which is really looking at uh, building more resilient infrastructure, uh, you know, putting more money into disaster response and how do we, you know, adapt to these things. So, you know, there is definitely on the policy side, things are changing. Scientists, you know, tell us conversations that they were talking about, you know, we need to move houses back. We need to be safer. You know, 20 years ago, no one was listening to them. Now they're at the table and people are listening because it's happening in real time. So there is definitely a change 
in the way we view these things, the way we we approach them, because you know we're we're faced with the disastrous consequences. Uh, you heard from you know Peggy Savory off the top there. I mean, yeah. describing you know driving away, like thinking that they might die even when they're trying to get away from the storm. So this is real for Canadians, and you know even for that Savory family, they told me you know we didn't really believe in anything about climate change before this. Now we're getting more educated, we're learning, and we're going to make better decisions, you know, as we decide where we're going to live next. W5 investigative correspondent Molly Thomas, and that's part of what they're reporting on W5 Saturday, 7 o'clock, always available on On Demand. Thanks a lot, Molly. Thanks, Jerry.